the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Isaiah chapter 6 opens by saying, In the year that the king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. And it's this vision with all of its glorious splendor that John applies to Jesus. That's the Apostle John that Pastor Leighton Sheely is talking about, and we're continuing our study in the book of John. This is Study Verse by Verse, an outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Our teacher is Leighton Sheely, the senior pastor at Church of the Highlands, on the web at highlands.us. That's highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout, and here to continue a message we started yesterday is Pastor Leighton. The one that was sitting on the throne high and lifted up, was Jesus. Verse 42. Nevertheless, many, even of the authorities, believed in him, but for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it so that they would not be put out of the synagogue. For they love the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. So here, John gives us the second reason why some rejected Jesus Christ. It was a personal choice. It was a personal preference. And we're going to come back to this. These verses later. Verse 44. And Jesus cried out and said, Whoever believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And whoever sees me sees him who sent me. Now, since verse 36 tells us that Jesus is already withdrawn, these verses are probably a synopsis um, summarizing Jesus, the themes of Jesus' ministry. And the truths they contain emphasize the importance of his ministry and the error of of refusing to believe in him. Now, we've studied these themes in great detail in the sermons earlier in the series, and those are available through the website. And so I'd encourage you, if you'd you'd like to look at these themes in greater detail, to go back uh, through our archive. So I'm going to just give you a quick synopsis of these themes uh, today. What he is saying here is that if you know the Son, that you know the Father. If you want to know what the Father is like, if you want to know what God is like, then study the the person and the work of Jesus Christ, for he is the image of the invisible God. Remember how John begins his gospel. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Verse 46, I have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. There's basically only two kingdoms, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And Paul, the apostle, wrote, the Father has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Verse 47, if anyone hears my word, Words and does not keep them, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. The one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. Remember what 
Jesus said in John chapter 3, verse 17, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. See, the purpose of Jesus' first mission to earth was not to bring judgment, but it was to show people the way of salvation and life. But people, some people choose not that way. And when they choose not that way, they choose the way of condemnation and death. Verse 49, For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me has given him... Him, him, has himself given me a commandment, what to say and what to speak. And I know that, this, that his commandment is eternal life. What I say, therefore, I say as the Father has told me. Now, though the scriptures are clear that Jesus is fully equal in nature to the Father, when he came to earth in his mission from the Father, he assumed a submissive role. He only said what the Father told him to say, and he only did what the Father told him to do. He was here to successfully complete the mission the Father had sent him on. Now, there are some, like Jehovah's Witnesses, who use verses like this to suggest that Jesus wasn't really God, that he was, because he was subordinate to the Father. But the Scriptures are very clear that Jesus... Essential divine being is not subordinate to the Father. He's equal with the Father. They are one in the same, one in essence. There's only one God. So to respond to Jesus is to respond to God. To believe in Jesus is to believe in God. To reject Jesus is to reject God. To reject what Jesus says is to reject the very words of God. Now, God is very patient He is patient with nations, and he's patient with individuals. He's very patient with the nation of Israel, but when they chose to reject Jesus Christ as a Savior, they chose the path of judgment. And a few years later, Rome came in and destroyed the nation, and they've been a people without a land for many, many centuries, only just recently coming back into the land. Also, God is patient with individuals as well. You know, how long does it take God to find out that we've done something wrong? Not very long. In fact, he knows before we even do it. So how come he doesn't immediately drop judgment on us? Well, Paul says, do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and tolerance and patience not knowing that the kindness of God leads you to repentance? The reason he doesn't drop judgment on us immediately is so we can figure things out for ourselves. Oh, that was not a good idea. I should not have done that. No wonder God tells me not to do that. I think I better listen to God next time and do it his way. To repent from ways that are displeasing to God. God is patient, not wishing for anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. 
Now, I mentioned verse 42. Nevertheless, many, even of the authorities, believe in him, but for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it so that they would not be put out of the synagogue. For they love the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. So this is the second reason why some people rejected Jesus Christ. It was because of personal preference, personal values. They, they were afraid of declaring Jesus because at that time they would be put out of the synagogue. In other words, they would lose their positions of respect in the community. And they valued their positions of respect in the community more than they valued God. They love the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. It was more important to them to do what was socially acceptable than to do what was acceptable in the sight of God. Remember the first commandment, you shall have no other gods before me. God needs to come first. What's important to God needs to be important to us. But they love the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. And there are people today that do the very same thing. They believe, but for fear of the co-workers, the boss, the neighbors, the friends, the family, the They keep silent. A faith which does not confess Christ is not a saving faith. New Testament is very explicit on this. Jesus said, Whoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. In Romans, we are told, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. A faith that does not confess Jesus as Lord is not a saving faith. So I'd like to give you some homework to take home with you, should you choose to accept it. Because I was raised on Mission Impossible. Homework should you choose to accept it. At each day, as you're going through your day, you're reminded of this lesson. And that you evaluate what you choose to say and how you choose to say it in light of what we've learned today. Lord, we are so very thankful that your word is so very clear on things that are very important. And Lord, we're so very thankful that somebody prayed for us and that we have the opportunity to pray for others. We're so thankful, Lord, that somebody or somebodies planted and watered the gospel in our lives. And we're so thankful, Lord, that we have the opportunity to do the same in the lives of others. We thank you, Lord, that you are so faithful to us, even when so often we are not faithful to you. We thank you, Lord, that you always keep your promises. 
And that one of your promises is, he who began a good work in us will be faithful to complete it. That you're not going to give up on us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being faithful to us, even when, often, we are unfaithful to you. Hmm. You've been listening to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. He's in a lengthy study in the book of John, and if you've missed any of the programs in the past, uh, go to the website highlands.us, and you will find them right there. Click on the Messages link at the top of the homepage. That's highlands.us. Church of the Highlands has a special event coming up later this month on the 16th. That's a Saturday, and it's a partnership with the Institute for Creation Research to host an educational event speaking primarily about creation, and there will be an opportunity for you to ask your questions. If you'd like more details about this special event, October the 16th, it starts at 10 in the morning and concludes at 2 in the afternoon. Just go to the website, highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. Thanks for joining us. Come back tomorrow at this same time when we'll once again open the Word of God and study verse by verse. This program is sponsored in part by Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.